This is Northology. It's Wednesday, the 5th of June, 2013. I'm Nathan Ray, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, I've got with me... Well, tell me who you are and, and what you're doing here in Manchester. Uh, so, my name's Sarah Kelly. I'm the Executive Director of Codec, and I'm up in Manchester today because I was speaking at Education Britain, which is uh, a new summit that's taking going across the UK to talk about how to improve uh, entrepreneurship in schools and digital skills and uh, all that kind of thing. Excellent. Well, um, for the people at home, uh, just to let you know, this was the interview which I've lost once. I've already done this uh, episode uh, once already. So, and, and you've got a train to catch in a few minutes. So it's actually going to be a short one. So we're just, we're just catching up uh, as, as we can. So uh, you said you're from Codec. Uh, what is that? What does it stand for? And uh, what do you do? So Codec is the Coalition for a Digital Economy. Uh, we lobby government and parliament on behalf of digital startups and entrepreneurs, so representing their interests on small business issues around uh, tax and access to finance and employment issues, but then also because they're digital entrepreneurs about internet regulation issues, so things like data protection and privacy, copyright um, uh, and net neutrality and all kinds of different fun issues. So you're working on the Snoopers Charter and, and things like that, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we did a lot of work around that a couple of months ago, just before the Queen's speech. Uh, and we were glad to see that it wasn't included because um, one of the provisions of it were that digital businesses were going to be required to standardise the way they collect data and set up automated access for uh, law enforcement without having oversight of what they're accessing, how often they're accessing it. So we thought that was going to be bad for digital businesses and um, let the government know exactly why. And uh, it wasn't included in the Queen's speech. Not just bad for digital businesses, I think just bad for, bad for everybody. I mean, purposely putting security kind of backdoors in your programs and services is just... Uh, well, it's not the way to go for anybody, I don't think. So uh, So, what's your role um, in the organisation? Obviously, you've been doing the talk today at this uh, education summit. What, what else do you get up to? Uh, so, I'm the executive director, so I run um, all the day-to-day -day operations of CODEC, um, working with my steering committee, uh, who are, act as like our advisory board. And the steering committee is Mike Butcher from TechCrunch Europe, Jeff Lynn from Cedars, Alberto Nadelli from Tweetminster, Glenn Shoesmith from Booking Bug, <laughs> Martin Rigby from Sonar, and Alistair McPherson, who's an angel investor. And so I work with them, uh, talking about all the issues that affect digital startups. On a day-to-day -day basis, I look at what's coming out of Parliament, look at what politicians are proposing, any new policy, analysing that, taking a look, see how it will affect uh, digital startups, and uh, then it forming a position on it. And if it's a good p policy, it's going to benefit digital businesses, we'll say, great, we love that, we support that. Um, if it's uh, maybe needs a bit of revision, then we'll go into battle mode and tell uh, politicians and prime minister what we think needs to change. Okay, so one thing that wasn't included in the, in the Queen's speech this time round, but it seemed to have been just... Uh, enacted or put on the put on the timetable for this parliament is the um anti-lobbying thing so uh, the lobby the lobbyists aren't, aren't you the bad guys at the moment when it comes to uh, the the business of governing um I don't, I, I don't think so. And I think in some of the discussions, the more nuanced ones that have come out, it's actually been said that, you know, for for like startup businesses, you're not going to be able to ask every single startup company what they think of a particular piece of legislation. So then in, for some industries, there needs to be that 
collected voice to be able to make those arguments and you know government should be listening to a variety of uh, opinions on different issues um i personally am all for a lobbying register i'd be happy to sign one partly because um i have nothing to hide i don't do anything i don't do anything except um gi- giving a side of perspective and argument don't have enough money to be bribing anybody not that i would um but then you can also if we had a lobbying register and members of parliament were required to declare who they meet with then you could do things like well you've met with large tech all these m- times you need to meet with more small tech industries and you'd be able to provide that transparency of who uh, having a look at whose voices they're hearing from so I'll, I'll sign lobbying transparency tomorrow yeah I think transparency is the way to go I also think with uh, the House of Parliament they could probably do with modernizing that you know have a push button voting system instead of <laughs> I know lobbying comes from the physical structure of the lobby in the House of Parliament and things like that but I think that whole kind of thing should you know vote yes or no on your on your uh, or abstain or whatever on your on your on your keypad and then just leave it at that I think it was um I've heard arguments for and against that and like it's better if you can see what members are voting for what so that um parliament uh, so constituents can hold their parliamentarian to account so that they know how they voted whereas it might not be so clear with push button technology oh no i mean that as soon as a mp votes that that vote gets published um on a big screen in the parliament and also straight onto the website so you can see what your mp's voting on and also what they're not voting on you know like some mp's don't vote on many things, uh, you know, maybe maybe when they should be. Anyway, I don't want to get into the uh, uh, institutional reform that I, that I think is appropriate. No, I absolutely agree. And it's not just, you know, the structural reform of uh, introducing technology into the House, but there's things like um, how various different parliamentary groups work. Like one of the big things about this recent case is about all party parliamentary groups and how sometimes they're funded by some of these lobbying organisations, some of the big agencies. Um, and there's there's more groups like that and more some of the inner workings of parliament that don't make the front pages but do need to have a look at really yeah yeah i'm uh, I'm, I'm all of that so, so what's what's your background then did you did you study did you do ppe at, um <laughs> at, at uni or, or you know there's lots of people who get into politics and lobbying through a very kind of specific route what's your background uh so I did study politics at university. I studied a course called British Politics and Legislative Studies, which is uh, not quite PPE because it goes into more depth of how Parliament works and it gives you that kind of background so you know you know, uh, more about all these groups that don't make the pages but that um, you need to know about in order to be able to properly appreciate how policy is made. Um, so I studied that for three years. I worked for a, a, an MP for a year then I went into a public affairs agency and did public affairs and PR. Um, then the uh, position for Codec was advertised. And as I've always had a really big passion for tech, it was sort of like the perfect combination of my passions and my uh, practical experience combined. So I went for it and I got it and I've not looked back. So Okay, it's so just a couple of practical issues. Where's uh, Codec based then? Is it in London? Yeah, so I'm based on day-to-day basis uh, at campus, Google Campus building in, in uh, near Old Street in London. Um, but we don't just represent London. We uh, That's why I'm here and uh, I, 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 I come from Birmingham and go there quite a bit. Uh, but we work with startups across the UK because obviously policy from Westminster affects everybody. So, And if people want to get more involved in... Uh, 
Codec then and uh, and the work that you're doing. How do they find out more about you? And and what are the kind of like three specific things that you want people to know about you and and, and kind of do in in the next uh, little while to help you out? Okay. Um, so if people want to find out more information about Codec, they should come to www.codec.com or follow Codec on Twitter or Facebook <laughs> or Google+. Um, but uh, I think what I really want to reiterate is that um, t Codec's here to help any startup from across the UK, any digital-based startup, um, with issues that affect them that are based in policy so things like uh maybe if you're taking a look at some of the issues that are affecting you and see if if you think it's a law that needs changing let me know and i can take a look at it and i can either give you advice to get around it give, give you a point you in the direction of somebody who maybe knows better and will understand that you're from a startup so might need help you know uh more financially wise um but then you know if uh, ultimately something needs changing that's what I'm here to do I'm here to try and make the legislation work best for you excellent thank you very much and and if people want to follow you on Twitter uh, you're Ms Kelly oh, say, what you, say what it is on Twitter Ms Sarah Kelly and just to be difficult it's Sarah without a H so it's M-S-S-A-R-A-K-E-L-L-Y excellent that, that's brilliant um Obviously, you've been up to Manchester a few times. This is the second time I've interviewed you. Uh, do you get around uh, the rest of the country at all? Um, and uh, if people want to see you speak somewhere, or have you got any events coming up? Uh, nothing planned at the minute. We just did a big summit in London last week where I had people who do the same job as I do, lobby government on behalf of digital startups from across the world. They all came to London and we discussed common issues. And um, so uh, events are sort of uh, just going to gear up again from now. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to come visit and talk to anybody about what I do and um, hear the issues that you guys are facing. All right then. So, what w w this meeting last week from people around the world? What what common issues do people have, and, and what are the big differences? Say from is there European countries represented yeah. there and things? Yeah, go. Yeah, so it was mostly European countries. We had people from France and Germany and Italy all come to London, but then also the US, um, more Eastern Europe as well. Um, they're all facing quite similar issues around internet regulation so things like data protection because that comes from the eu is uh, that they're all quite common issues um but then i guess it's uh, a bit different when you're talking about access to finance because while it's issue for startups here we obviously have it a lot better than somebody based in you know uh, one of the smaller cities over in europe and um i think we also my perspective is we have a quite forward-looking government on this who's very supportive of digital startups here. So they're doing things like the SEIS scheme to try and encourage investment. And we have a bit more flexibility with our governments, whereas if you look somewhere in France, uh, they're implementing higher taxes um, no matter what size your business is, which doesn't really give digital startups from France a chance to grow. And they're trying to tax any sort of uh, buyouts and exits. So... Um, we all have different issues, but then it's there's a lot in common around internet regulation and data protection because, I mean, as we're talking with the Snoopers Charter, almost every European country is looking about how do they monitor and control internet communications. Um, so we all want to make those arguments that you, um, obviously you need to ensure that the police forces have access to communications that they need to, but that, that 
these aren't overarching and not you know too broad and that they don't affect the businesses that are trying to be built in their home countries excellent well very much thank you very much for talking to me you i know you've got a train to catch now in a minute yeah. Okay then. So I'll I'll let you go, and I'm just going to record it and end it. So thank you very much. So that's Ms. Sarah Kelly or Sarah Kelly on uh, YouTube and Codec as well. Uh, not on YouTube, on Twitter and Codec on Twitter. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye. Okay. So now she's gone. I'm going to just uh, update you on a few things. I've um, yesterday I went for a meeting at uh, the Barclays campus in Nutsford, getting ready for the Northwest Health Health Hack. In a couple of weeks, well, it's uh, it's not this weekend, it's the weekend uh, following on the Saturday and uh, Sunday. Um, looking at the plans there and being over there with the guys who organise it, it looks like a really good weekend. They've got a couple of good speakers and great mentors coming along, as well as the judges. I also had a little bit of an input into um, making the judging process a, a, a little bit a little bit smoother and uh, and more enjoyable for everybody. So uh, I hope you can come along to that. If you can't make it to the Northwest Health Hack, there are still places available. Uh, even though the numbers are quite good at the moment, there's still places available. So get over to the Northwest Health Hack. Just Google that, and you can find out where you can get the tickets. Everything is free and paid for. It's sponsored and, and hosted by Barclays, but they're not pushing Barclays products there. They are pushing, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like the health and well-being kind of apps and using data to improve people's and society's health and things. So if you're interested in that, sign up, get along to that weekend. Saturday and, and Sunday, there's accommodation provided. Uh, you just need to take a sleep in bag down and you can stay in the old Radbrook Hall that they've got there all and again all the food and things are provided free of charge so check that out if you can't get there well this is my full disclosure but I'm actually being employed uh, by the Northwest Hack uh, weekend to live stream it so I'm going to be live streaming from um, probably from about nine o'clock on Saturday morning till the last thing on um, when everybody goes home, like six o'clock, uh, five, six o'clock on Sunday evening. So, if you have any free time that weekend, you can log on to the uh, to the to the page there and uh, watch what's happening live and uh, give feedback. I'm also going to have people there at the health hack asking questions and asking for maybe data sets and questionnaires um, and asking specific questions. And we'll be kind of curating that through the uh, through the hashtag on Twitter and through the live stream. So if you can watch the live stream, you can actually help out people who are going to be um, there taking part in the event. So, yep, so Google Northwest Health Hack um, and get down if you can and watch it online, uh, live streamed if you cannot. Um, yeah, so... Because this was a last-minute uh, organised uh, um, interview just before Sarah got the train back to London, I've not been able to put together the This Week in Manchester, and I've also not found a position of the week, so I'm going to wrap it up, leave it there. Only 15 minutes this episode, but um, a short and sweet one. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's a podcast. It doesn't have a set running time. It's not like I need to stop for an advert break. Um, so, yep, I'm Nathan Ray. Email me at nathan at northology.com or I'm at Nathan Ray on Twitter. And you can also follow the Northology feed on Twitter, though not really much goes up there. Only announcements of new episodes and things. Um, yeah, so if you've got any events that you want to be included in the What's On in Manchester, or if you've got a position in your company which is coming up and you want to advertise it, I don't have a big listenership um, of the podcast. 
uh, I get it's reaching about 100 downloads um, every couple of weeks because I, I put out an episode every two weeks or so. Um, but I think it's quite highly targeted. It's for it's for people in tech in Manchester. So if you've got a, a job, a tech job in Manchester that you want to uh, advertise, here would be a, a great way to do it. And that's free, obviously. I don't charge for anything. Um, also, suggestions for people I can interview. I'm always looking for that. So tweet me at Nathan Ray on Twitter. And uh, email me, Nathan at Nautology.com. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time on Nautology. Thanks for listening. Bye.